Welcome to Infinitely Rational, where we discuss the real eccentric and complex history of mathematics. Brought to you by Mathematical Expressions. I'm your host, Natalie, the resident math nerd. And I'm Kay, your researcher of weird things. In this episode, we'll answer the following questions. How can your birthmark make you famous? Are beans really a magical fruit? What do either of these things have to do with math? Let's find out. So, before we got started with this episode, you asked if I would look into the famous a squared plus b squared equals c squared theorem and the man who came up with it. The OG. The OG. Why? Well, we've all heard of the theorem, right? And we've all heard of Pythagoras. And he's loved by a lot of people for a lot of things. Such as? Math teachers, like myself. I like to talk about him in class and be like, see... This guy really liked math so much. Like, he's the math genius, right? He's a role model. Fascinating. I know. (laughs) I'm thrilled. (laughs) Continue, please. You'd love my classes. (laughs) Additionally, right, vegetarians like that he said that we shouldn't eat animals. That's a good thing. Sure. And also, this is one of my favorites from something I learned from watching Donald in Math Magic Land, which was an old Disney cartoon. The from scholarly source the scho- on mathematical you know, history. Exactly. This was how I first got introduced into research. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's called Donald in Math Magic Land, 1959. And I saw in that cartoon that musicians really liked him because he discovered numerical ratios in the length of strings that make harmonies. So all these things, so many different people could love him for so many different things. So that's why he was chosen to be the very first guy that we talk about. So I have to admit, I am not a mathematician. Gasp. Gasp. I'm not even that great at math. No, you're the researcher of weird Correct. things. Um, but e- even so, even love re- <laughs> loving research as I do, I did not have any idea going into it the sheer amount of strange and interesting things I would find about Pythagoras. I can't wait to talk about them. Uh, apparently, all those things that you just listed, all these these reasons, right, that he's become this mythical figure for us, Turns out they are all factually incorrect. My life is a lie? I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Who knew that Donald in Math Magic Land would let you down? Not me, certainly. Certainly not. But not- Shaped my future <laughs> career. <laughs> not, not, only, not only has Donald let you down, but also uh, there are a lot of fa- far more interesting things, interesting lies, I guess, that have been told about Pythagoras through the years. In fact, we really don't know very much about him at all. If he wrote anything... None of it survived. So mostly what we know about him, straight up telephone game. So this is like, sit down, my children, I shall tell you a tale. Right. About Pythagoras, the most exciting figure that's ever been. And frankly, listeners, again, right, like A squared plus B squared equals C squared. It's so much more than that. He (laughs) actually was a fascinating fictional person in some respects. Okay, so let's let's start with some of the things we know. So I think we we know, we know, we know for sure. We know for sure. Okay. I think we can agree that he was the leader of a brotherhood. Can we not? Sources do say he was the leader of a brotherhood. Great. But, 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 but. Wait, why are you ruining my dreams? Let's be a little. First one out the gate. Let's be a little sensitive here. Okay. 
apparently the sources report that there were actually women in this brother. So let's so not call it a brother. Fellow, though. Fellowship of the ring. No, let's be safe. Let's call it a cult. Okay. Most likely that it fell in that territory. <laughs> uh, more on that in the next episode. But uh, yeah, let's just call it a cult to be gender neutral about it. Okay, fine. I'll allow it. Pythagoras was the leader of a brotherhood strike through cult. Cult. Okay. Thank you. And so here's another thing that I have heard is that a lot of people actually believed he was the descendant of the god Apollo because apparently he had a golden thigh. Destroy my dreams again, please. No, actually, so that's correct. Not oh my that he, gosh. Not that he was the <laughs> son of the god Apollo. I can verify that as fact. But the sources do agree that many people believed that he was and the golden thigh. Uh-huh. Yes. Sweet. Many sources report he did, in fact, have a golden I'm thigh. I'm so excited about this. Right. So then we have to ask, how did he have a golden thigh? Right. Yeah, I, I guess. It wasn't like a Midas's I mean, touch kind of a, oh. a deal. Well, if it was, I mean, he would be all gold, right? And probably. It probably wouldn't be localized. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to guess. So sources say they do not think he was jaundiced. Well, right? that's good. He wasn't a I guess he didn't have dude. yellow eyes. No, it was clearly just like the a thigh. Wolf. And it was golden. Let's be specific here. Golden, not, not like yellow. weird yellow. Not yellow. Historians believe that it was most likely a very large birthmark. That's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, yeah. Is that a cool I, birthmark? I, mean, I don't know. I have to think on that. <laughs> well, the jury's out. The the really interesting thing about this birthmark was how everyone got to know about it. Uh huh. So apparently, Pythagoras was really. Really, like, he, he loved this. He did this, like, every weekend. Um, so he's proud of his birthmark. He liked to go show it off. Oh. In He public. really liked his birthmark. He he really liked it. And he wanted other people to So he didn't just be like, know. dude, look, my birthmark. I need to tell you how cool it is. Oh, he did. But he did it in the theater. What? So he'd sit next to his friend at the theater and be like, bro, I really need to tell you about my birthmark? A little more intense than that. What do you mean a little more intense? Uh, so, source, so, and again, I'm piecing together information uh-huh. from different sources, but sources report that he was seen as unusual because he wore trousers. So... And at the time, that was not a, that was not a thing, right? So a fashionista. Sure. But I think he really just did it for effect because what he would do is uh-huh. he, he'd essentially go to these public places uh-huh. and then flash his his birthmark around, his golden thigh. (laughs) So you have to imagine this dude just, you know, whipping his pants down (laughs) in the middle of a public space. I would say it was probably quite the spectacle. Yeah, because what's everyone else wearing? Like togas, I guess? Yeah, like it it just wasn't generally accepted to wear pants. If he was wearing a toga, it would be like, oh, you know, you just lift it a little bit, like, look at my birthmark, and it's not distracting. No, it wasn't like a coy little, like, a flirty little flash. No, it was like a, behold, (laughs) the thigh of Apollo. So it, it, it was a little strange so, like, to, where did he do this? Like, you said in public. Yeah, in theaters. In theaters? Yeah, so yeah. So, wait, hold on. Hold on. I just, I have a lot of questions. Was it before the show started? Did he interrupt the show? Like, was he like <laughs> Kanye and Taylor Swift? I'm gonna let you finish, but first look at my birthmark. First, let me drop trout. Yeah. Sources neither confirm nor deny, is what I will say. So I, we they don't, don't say when he did it. We don't know whether he was like... Next to him, his friend, look at my birthmark. And the friend was like, oh, my God, guys, everyone. Well, and I'll admit my ignorance here because I don't know. You know, sometimes the word theater, right? 
at that time, what if it was like a political assembly, right? Then it could have been like mid-argument. You know, uh, I disagree with you, sir. Well, I'm the descendant of a drop, drop trow, <laughs> golden thigh. You I know, mean, and the argument's really, over. That is a good mic drop. Well, I have to say, if at work I was having a disagreement and uh-huh. someone suddenly like whipped their pants down, yeah, it would be the end of the argument. I would definitely not argue any further. Um, I'd be going to HR, but you know. Now I have to. I have to say this. I have a birthmark. And it's even on my thigh. What? Yeah, it's Christmas shape, uh, Christmas tree shaped. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so it's even a specific shape. Have you shown it off to people? I haven't, which is why maybe I'm not as famous as Pythagoras. You should. You know, it's Christmas tree shaped. There's a Nutcracker market. You should test out this theory. I'm just worried because I'm pretty sure you get arrested for things like that now. Uh, I suppose. Okay, wait. And I plan, work at a school. Plan, like, I can't get this plan kind B of... Plan B or plan uh, C. What if you take a picture <laughs> of it and talk to people about it? If That's I, sensational, if I right? If I trout in the Nutcracker market, <laughs> I would think I would end up on Instagram. You're, I, I think it would be well taken care of. Probably. So you'd be, like, yeah. on BuzzFeed, like, tomorrow. Most likely. But, yeah, so so dropping trout, flashing. You know, in addition, in addition to his golden thigh, because let's... Put it aside. Yeah. Put aside the thigh. Here's some other things that he supposedly did. Ruin my dream, please. He could <laughs> teleport. True. I mean, I don't Dude. know. For, again, I don't know for sure, but the sources Two do. Two for three. More than one source report that he was seen in no fewer than three, count them, three public spaces. <laughs> he had to show off his golden thigh. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it. That, like, that's how you got to do it. I'm a multitasker as well. So I understand, like, if today is show off the thigh day. You got to do it everywhere. Right. Just You know, the best part of this conversation so far <laughs> is that we hear about the Pythagorean Brotherhood. And so far, that's the only thing that research has not really bore out. This is true. So that's far. awesome. So far. So another thing is that he made a lot of predictions. True. Apparently, he has predicted numerous things, including a polar bear in, and I'm probably butchering this, ancient colonia in greece so a polar bear in this warm like is it is it kind of like lost you know where they had they had polar bears right i, I know they had smoke I didn't monsters watch the show but i heard it was a big thing when it came out that that suddenly there were polar bears so he could have been it's been so long you know i was so upset by the finale i, I try to block it but i remember <laughs> the smoke monster was there anything you read about smoke monsters unfortunately no however just however polar bears. okay People died on Lost, right? Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert, people. It's been a million years, but in case you haven't watched Lost, I'm, neither have I, but I'm pretty Someone, sure people died. at least one person has died and on Lost, probably. Likewise, Pythagoras, uh, <laughs> although he did not die, not yet, he predicted a dead body on an incoming ship. So I guess you wouldn't want to watch Lost with him because he'd be like oh that guy's gonna die yeah that'd he's be the worst. worst audience so, member so, yeah so wait he, not only that he's like weekly world news yeah nostradamus predicts yeah or and, and the most annoying person in the yeah. theater who Worse. knows you know he's like yelling at the screen like oh don't go in there you know <laughs> the worst the worst you know another thing i heard that he predicted was the fisherman's size of his catch and the exact number of fish and and the thing that was interesting and of course i love it because it's weird is that they actually sat there and counted the fish and none of them died why did they need <laughs> to count them first of all 
hello for factual represent they wanted to make sure that, that it his wasn't prediction fake news. was correct right okay right, that wasn't fake news what i think is interesting is these were like dr seuss fish they just hung out <laughs> redfish bluefish sat there did not move did not flop around <laughs> did not swim if they were in a container they just hung out while they were counted <laughs> so in addition to his dr seuss fish counting one of the most amazing weird facts that i came i came across in my research was that some ancient counterparts believed he might be one of the supernatural inhabitants of dun 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 the moon i refuse to believe that there are alien conspiracy theories in ancient greece also Again, more than likely it was it was related to their mythology. Oh, I, I but, guess. But right, if Indiana Jones has taught me anything, dude, you just said Indiana Jones. I know you're not talking about Crystal Skull, right? Yes, I am. I'm sorry. The worst one? Yes, I'm sorry. I can we just move Let's on? Let's just move on. Okay, thank you. Alien <laughs> conspiracy theories in ancient Greece. If you think that's good. Uh-huh. All right. So, in addition to possibly being an alien or a supernatural being of the moon, if we're being correct, <laughs> um, Pythagoras... What powers did he have? <laughs> well, he could predict things. Oh, that's right. So, it wasn't and like... teleport. So, it How was... have you forgotten already? You know what? Do you think that, like, he was the precursor to, like, Stranger Things where he was, like, you know, I don't know. He was maybe, like, six since we've <laughs> met eight and eleven. It's possible. <laughs> so... In addition to him possibly having come from the moon, he was also apparently an exorcist. Yes. Although not all not all sources agree on this point. You know what? I feel like I have the latitude here to believe kind of what I want if we're doing this telephone thing. And so <laughs> I personally love the idea of a fish counting, golden thighed, alien exorcist. That teleports around making predictions. Like here he's he's sharing. Well, and to be clear. Benevolently right? sharing his knowledge. When we say alien exorcist, he isn't exercising aliens. He himself is the alien <laughs> and he goes around exercising what I guess are demons. <laughs> so I don't know how demons fit into the Grecian mythology either. We'll have to do more research. Yeah, that's definitely a point I would like cleared up for me. <laughs> I would like this this source to, to give me more information. Well, you know, I feel like we've covered a lot and I think it's great, but let's go ahead and take a short break. Aristotle doesn't have a birthmark. His skin is as even colored as a lily. Do you really want a mere man to lead your cult or do you want a god who can get things done? Vote for the guy with the golden thigh. Paid for by the Pythagorean Brotherhood. Watch your man, I tell you no Pythagoras to speak to me from beyond the grave because I don't want 100% proven psychic. The man, they tell me one dead person, they try to contact you, and this dead person, they arrive upon one boat where they come right now, right now. Bad things will happen if you're not listening and refuse me service, so call me now. So we're back. You know, that psychic sounds really legit. No. How much do you think she charges? No, no. Why not? No, she sounds like a con artist. Please do not send her any money. But what if she predicts stuff that's real, that, that comes true? <laughs> she could be talking to Pythagoras, she said. True, but we don't know if he was actually a fraud or not. Remember, <laughs> telephone game. <laughs> okay, anyway, getting back to, to facts rather than telephone psychics. So, 
one of the really big legends surrounding Pythagoras, one that, again, when I heard A squared plus B squared equals C squared, mm-hmm. I no one ever also followed up with, also Pythagoras was a bean hater. A be- Like he didn't like fiber? He didn't like bean, beans specifically. Are lentils a bean? Like, would he be okay with lentils? I would have to do more research on specifically what kind of beans were growing in Greece at the time. <laughs> but um, I appreciate your dedication to the cause. Absolutely. That's that's what I'm here for, to keep the story real. But the sources all, so sources agree he was a bean hater. They just all kind of have a different take on why he might be a bean hater. And so let me lay down some some of the reasons why. They symbolized Earth and Hades. And, you know, granted, I, I'm sure we all have those things in our lives that we say, like, I'm swearing off this because, feta you know. Feta cheese. Right. It's, it reminds me of Earth and Hades. Well, yeah, I guess feta cheese. And I've, sw- I've sworn off Earth and Hades for a while. <laughs> so. Pomegranates. Yeah. See, that's legit. That's mm. true. Mm-hmm. That is linked. I've never heard a story about beans being linked, but no. you know, granted, I'm not. I haven't brushed up on my vegetation really in relation to uh, Greek mythology. Lately. You know, I seem to recall now that we're talking about this that I did hear something similar, but I didn't hear that they symbolized the Earth and Hades. I like that better than the one I heard. What did you hear? I heard that they dis they disturb um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They disturb concentration, I guess, perhaps because... It oh, can... you're going right for, like, the flatulence angle. <laughs> this is... I have to admit, this is actually true. I also read this in a source. Is uh, him and his peeps, right? His, his cult. Uh, men and women, apparently. They were very studious. They were all about the studies, his peeps. So, yes, anything that would interrupt them... Like long flatulence, I and guess. And also <laughs> that I guess because, you know, although beans have fiber, they're also carbs. I guess they're carbo loading, but they also encourage drowsiness. I mean, I, like I have a big old bowl of pasta. It's nap time. So <laughs> this, this is true. You've the, got, it would be an enemy to study. It would. Both of those things. Worst. I mean, that's why mathematicians, right? Like we all love coffee so much. We have to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> awake is an ideal state. Well, the best reason that I came across that he did not he did not encourage the eating of beans to his peeps uh-huh. was that <laughs> beans contain men's souls. Wait, oh, wait, wait, what? Beans, uh huh, contain which he does not like. Right, uh huh. Don't eat them. Don't eat them because they contain men's souls and clearly you don't want to eat men's souls wait men's souls or everyone's like just the people in his brotherhood so or c- cult I, I would assume and again assuming right but yeah. i would assume from the time period that when they say men's they really mean everyone everyone's okay so so then all right fine moving on from that because now i have other questions okay so you're What's, gonna go all factual on this. Yes. Okay, you want the logistics. I want the logistics. Okay. What is the size of a man slash person's soul? Like is it like a zip file and now it fits in a bean? Maybe it depends on how big the soul like if you're a really good person, is your soul really large? And then it has to fit somewhere else, like it can't fit in the beans. So only bad people get fit in beans. Oh, me- maybe well, so. But you know, I don't know about that because, okay, (laughs) what we're really talking about here is reincarnation, Uh right? Someone dies and then their soul gets put into something else. Yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. Right, so he's saying that some souls 
end up in beans. I don't think that's necessarily such a bad thing. I mean... Especially if people aren't going to eat you, I guess. Well, yeah, one, yes. If Pythagoras (laughs) is going around and saying, please don't eat these. But... You know, teleporting, telling people (laughs) can spread it far and wide. (laughs) But yeah, essentially work is rough some weeks. And the last thing I want is when I get to my eternal rest (laughs) to know the first thing I have to do is like get up and go to work again and start it all over from scratch. Or even like if you've had you have the perfect job and then you retire and you have the perfect retirement because you've like been smart and saved really high for the next life. (laughs) Amazing. Right. And then you wake up. All of a sudden, it's like you're downgraded. So essentially, you are Steve Jobs, and you go from being Steve Jobs to literally being an apple. Versus a bean. Right, correct. <laughs> you Most likely, you'd be a bean. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like in, 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 what is it, Mario or any of those old video games where, like, you die, and <laughs> right, you, you lose re- all your no stuff. No continues. You yeah, just start right it. at the beginning again. <laughs> Anything you've accumulated, done. I, I'm surprised, since you're so concerned with logistics, uh-huh. that you did not ask... Why beans for souls? That's a good question. Okay, wait. Now I'm going to ask. Why beans for souls? <laughs> what a unique question that I've <laughs> never thought of before. Um, so apparently the reason why beans would contain souls is uh-huh. because they're difficult to digest. But just good for digestive pills <laughs> right, in general. Now right. we know. But, you know, I guess because... I'm going to take a leap here and say that it's not because he just straight up did not like them. But yeah, he thought that because, you know, they they essentially come out the way they went in, that 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 meant there must be something within that that was holding the bean together, some cosmic force. I kind of want to go cook a bean and like see what's in it now. Just, <laughs> just a single one. Yeah. We gotta be careful because what if it's someone's soul? Well, and whose soul? Oh my gosh! What if I'm haunted forever by a bean? Well, then you have to look at every bean like oh my birdie gosh. bots, this every flavor soul. bean. Like it could be every oh my soul, gosh. every soul bean. <laughs> so that brings up a question: Jelly beans? Is a jelly bean a bean? <laughs> at this point, I think anything with the word being attached to it must contain a soul. It's just that jelly beans are probably people who were a little bit more fun when they were alive, if I had to guess. You know, this has been a great conversation, quite honestly. And I love that we've gone down this reincarnation route. Route? Route? Um, <laughs> route. Route. Yeah. Because his belief in reincarnation is actually the reason behind his supposed vegetarianism but Mm -hmm. that is a topic for our next episode exciting thanks for joining us for today's episode of infinitely irrational for more fun the research and math behind this episode visit us on the web at www.infinitelyirrational.com this episode was edited by Mathematical Expressions. This episode was written and narrated by Mathematical Expressions and Kay. Research for this episode was compiled by Kay. See you next time! <laughs>